guys, what's going on? And thank you so much for tuning in to Just So We're Clear. It's me, Hanley. And on the other side, we have Marissa. Hello, hello, hello. So guys, as you can see by the title today, we're kind of doing a little something different. Um, uh, You know that Marissa and I, we really prioritize health and wellness. In fact, it's one of the things we have very deeply in common, I say, (laughs) you know, like Marissa and I can talk around for like ages about different health fads, different type of workouts. And so to start sharing this little geeky side of us of how we actually love learning about health and our bodies, we decided to team up with Moom Health. Yes. So today's episode, we interview Maya Kale, and she is the co-founder of Moom Health alongside her sister. And basically what they do is try provide a modern approach to ancient health rituals, ancient supplements. It's all based on Ayurvedic uh, treatments. It's based on very holistic therapies. And it's essentially a customized well, personalized supplement pack, I guess. Like you, you essentially fill out a quiz online based on what your health concerns are and what your priorities are, and they create the supplement combination for you to take in all these like easy to easy to remember sachets. So that I mean, like, let's be honest: how many of us have tons of bottles of vitamins and supplements, whether it's iron or magnesium or all that sort of stuff. And then we never bother to take it because it takes us too long to unscrew those child safe caps where you have to press down. You can never quite get it right on the first go. And then we just ignore it. And then we forget to take it later in the day. And then we're like, why am I so tired all the time? What is this fatigue? This is a true thing about me, but I am a supplement hoarder. Like I have (laughs) an extensive collection of supplements in my fridge and I don't know what it is. I think there's just like, you know what, you know what I think it is. I think like as you go throughout your twenties and you start to get to the point where you start really looking after your body, buying supplements is like this little pride. It's like, I'm adulting. Look at me looking after my health. You know, you kind of buy it with pride and you're like, yes, I'm taking charge of my health. (laughs) And that is how I've spent a ridiculous amount of money and time on iHerb buying shit that I didn't end up taking. iHerb is almost like the adult version of Charlie's Chocolate Factory in terms of variety and fun ways to take things that are good for you. Because you're like, oh... I need to take apple cider. Let me have it in a gummy form. Or like, oh. I need collagen. Let me get the chocolate flavor. And it's Jesus Christ. It's like, you know what? It's like moments like supplement buying or getting excited about types of Tupperware that you really realize that we are just turning into our mothers. How truly. far we have fallen. <laughs> oh my God. And I say this. Think about it. A truthful, embarrassed smile. Like, my mom was obsessed with supplements and Tupperwares, and here I am. Oh, my God. I mean, think about it. Like, when you were younger, it was all about what did you have to put in your body to mess you up the most? Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. it's <laughs> what do you have to put in your body to undo all the damage that you have done <laughs> throughout you know your youth? I, I think that's just 20s in a nutshell. It's like, 20 to 27, 
You do everything to muck yourself up because, you know, YOLO, youth, whatever. And then when you're reaching 28, you're kind of like, fuck, I'm in my late 20s. Now I need to reverse. I need to reverse. And you're just healing your psyche, your spirit, and your health from all the shit you ingested in your early 20s. That's the 20 cycle. Fuck it up. Fix it. Done. (laughs) (laughs) And then when we hit the later stage in life, we're like, here's all the things that I attempted to fix that didn't actually work. Didn't actually work. Yeah. So I mean... So m- or no way, or maybe maybe you get to your forties and you're just like, I don't care anymore. Oh man, I really hope not because I plan on like hitting. I plan on hitting a hundred. Like, ah, uh, yo, really? I feel it in my uh, bones. Damn. I don't want to be a hundred. Like, I'm happy to peace out at maybe like eighty. That's like a nice number. No, I want to be like a hundred and still, you know, driving my car. Maybe I'm going to play golf instead. Like, I don't know. I, I plan. What? Yeah. Dude, if you reach a hundred, you're straight up in diapers, just waiting for death to come say, "Hey, we just, we have very different ideas of where we're going to be in these ages." Not if I do it right. <laughs> not if you. Not, not if you start now. Yeah, life hacking. This is what, like, what is it? Biohacking. Anyway, but all the like all the fads and everything aside, basically, Moom Health prides itself on being like research backed. They use only quality ingredients, and it's supposed to be like easy and convenient. Like I said, they give you these little sachets that you can, so you don't forget to take them. You can just stick them in your handbag, put them in your back pocket, or just you know just. Just hurry up and swallow it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) And also adding that one thing we love about this brand is that it is sustainable, even down to its packaging. Yeah. And we stand an eco-conscious brand. Yeah. So basically what we discuss with Maya is how to make wellness as accessible and as uncomplicated as possible and also how to understand what kind of wellness practices are right for you because let's be honest we all read the instagram wellness pages we all for some reason are hardcore listening to gwyneth paltrow's goop and expecting all of those things to work for all of us and they just don't so it's about how do we pick out the practices that are right for us and how do they how do we make sure that you know they're actually yielding us the benefit that we want them to give us well put all right guys enough of us let's send it over to this cute little chat by the way do you like how cute has just become our word now it's your word i'm just here <laughs> no i saw you use cute in your instagram post i did okay? <laughs> it is our word we're cute as fuck Okay, enough of us. <laughs> Let's send it over <laughs> to the episode. Enjoy. So today we are welcoming a very special guest. We have Maya Kale, who is one of the co-founders of Moom. And we've Hello. already... <laughs> Moom Health. And we've already uh, sort of introduced them gently, but uh, I think it's a good idea to get started by asking you to give us like a... A little breakdown as to what got you started in creating Moom Health. Like, what drove you to create this? Yeah. Um, So I've always wanted to do something in women's health. Um, I studied women's health and international relations in college and have always really been interested in the space. I was myself diagnosed with PCOS when I was around 15 years old. Um, 
And recently, due to the pandemic, my sister moved back to Singapore and we were really interested in creating something together. Um, so we just kind of thought of different things we really wanted to do within the space. And Moom came up because of my own experience and how I kind of had to deal with my own PCOS. So just a quick synopsis, when I was diagnosed with PCOS, I went to a doctor and they told me, take the birth control pill, all your problems will be solved. And I was like, yes, all my problems are going to be gone. Um, and for those of you who don't know, PCOS is a hormonal imbalance, but that's a whole nother topic we can cover another time. Um, and, you know, after being on the pill for years, I I wanted to get off it because I was just getting all these side effects that I really hated. My boobs were sore all the time. I felt like I was getting depressed. I had awful mood swings. And so it was just time for me to look at another option. And I started looking around and I spoke to naturopaths and other healthcare practitioners in a more like natural and holistic space. And I ended up finding a set of supplements that really worked for me and lifestyle and dietary guidelines that kind of you know, paved the way for me to start healing and feeling better and not getting all those side effects. And um, that was just my path and my journey. But I really felt like the supplement and natural and holistic healthcare space was so complicated. And it takes so much time and money to figure out what is best for you. Um, when really at the end of the day, you're just listening to your body and you're just figuring out what works for you. Um, and so Moom came around because we really wanted to simplify that process for people, especially in the sup supplement space. We wanted to demystify supplements, you know, figure out an easy way for people to access things that were high quality, but that came at a really fun, um, came through a front and fun brand and came at a really good cost as well. So that's sort of where we ended up today. Um, have been working on it for the past year and really excited to be launching. I think that you touched on so many relatable points there about just wellness feeling complicated. I mean, I can also yeah. speak from experience where you kind of go down like WebMD mm -hmm. or like the part of Pinterest where you're just like going through all these like yeah. listicles to like heal you or cure you. And with so much information, yeah, it, it is overwhelming. But I will, so one thing to touch on just for the listeners who are perhaps unfamiliar, PCOS refers to polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is an, a very often misunderstood disorder because people often think it's strictly fertility based when actually yeah. it affects all aspects of your life. I, I suffer it myself. Um, and it's one of those wonderful conditions where every single person has such a diverse set of symptoms. And so treatment is extremely variable. Um, yeah. and yes, so overcomplicating wellness, huge thing, because I am one to look at natural remedies and herbal supplements and then Google them on WebMD only to find that there's not enough scientific backing. So then I'm like, should I be taking it? Shouldn't I right. be taking it? Is it going to interact with something else I'm taking as a supplement? Yeah. Just, and I also feel like, I don't know, but every time I go down these little kind of like Googling health benders, it's always a bad idea. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, never I, yeah. Google. You it's have like a pimple on your ass, you're dying. Or you have cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So this is the route that happens for me. Like, oh, I want to, like, improve my skin. Let me see what's available. Oh, cool. Biotin. Let me go in iHerb. And let me just end up buying, like, 50 products with biotin <laughs> yeah. in it that I only use for a week. And now I'm just sort of yeah. some, like, anti-hoarder with, like, all these dozens of, like, supplement yeah. um, jars Sitting in yeah. my fridge. I don't even know why I keep them in my fridge. I feel Every like morning. it just made sense to put them somewhere storage <laughs> yeah. contained. Yeah. 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 Mine's on my egg shelf. And every single morning, I literally swallow a fistful of pills. I'm like, is this, yeah. is this good for us? 
We don't know. Like, should we go on iHerb for hours and see, like, what's the best brand? Like, which one to choose? Like, what are these ingredients even saying? How do you read the label? But I do want to give a little shout out to iHerb. Love you, iHerb. No, I love (laughs) I love iHerb. You know when you... I think we've had this discussion, but it's like, you know, when you're younger and you kind of just save carts online shopping, you start at places like Forever 21 because you're cheap Mm -hmm. and you don't have money. Mm -hmm. And you just like are putting things in the sales basket into your cart and you're waiting for that giant online sale. And then you like graduate to like supplements and like homeware. Yeah. And then you'll get that email. You'll get that subscription email that says 24, like 20% yeah. off, 24 hours only. And you're like, this is yeah. my yeah. moment. I heard for me was one of those <laughs> moments where I was like, wow, my auntie level, my like maturity in my online shopping, it's just leveled up. Like 20% off magnesium. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, let me stock up on everything possible. And then my fridge is going to explode with everything that I just bought. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. But like to bring it back to Moom and what you guys are essentially aiming to do, which is to simplify this entire process for your customers. Like, obviously, I think deep down, all of us know that wellness isn't like a one size fits all scenario. So how exactly are we supposed to work out without Googling symptoms that are telling us that we're dying, what we actually need for ourselves, you know, compared to other people and whatever conditions they're facing? Yeah, 100%. I think first off, like just to touch on something that Millie and I talk about at Moom every single day is that like wellness should be possible and not perfect. So we are always fed with information and people and like this ideal that like wellness looks a certain way and it should be a certain way. Um, And that's like really hard to achieve. Like unless you're eating leaves all day and meditating 27 hours in a day, like you're not going to be that ideal wellness person we'd be buddha um, and what it really we'd comes down to for us and like <laughs> for me is also just grounding yourself and tuning into yourself and listening to your body like that is what we're trying to achieve with moom as well is like asking yourself a set of questions almost daily if you want to do it weekly monthly whenever but just asking yourself like how am i really feeling right now like what are the things that i need to help what i need that i might need help in like What are things that I want to achieve right now? And how is my body feeling? Like, am I sleeping enough? Am I feeling rested? Am I drinking enough water? Um, The simple things that we can improve on a daily basis. I I think that's how we like start to understand what is best for us. Yeah, it's I guess it's the it's the age old saying of make sure you listen to your body. But I think we're faced with so much external information and we have to prioritize with work and trying to work out and like all of these information coming from so many different sources that I mean personally I just feel like my body's screaming at me all the time so I know I'm supposed to listen to something I just have no idea what it's saying it's like how how do we break that part down Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like for for me I know Sleep is a big marker. Like I suffer from really bad insomnia. I have yet to work out what the one variable is to fix that actually takes me through. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I do think it is a bit of trial and error and figuring out what works for you. Again, like if we go back to this idea of one size fits all, it's like that's not going to happen for any of us. We have to be super personal. We have to think about, okay, like maybe even having a log, like, I think a lot of times we think we need this laundry list of wellness rituals that we need to check off. Um, 
But how do we simplify that into like the top three things? Like, are we eating right? Are we getting enough sleep? Are we feeling rested throughout the day? Um, and are we taking a little bit of time for ourselves? Um, and just thinking about those things, like even as you just said, Marissa, like you're insomniac, like how can I figure out how to solve this? You have to try and test out different things and log back in your day and see, okay, like this night I slept really well. Why was that the case? Um, rather than trying to find a solution immediately, like maybe we actually try to look at the causes and like the root cause of these issues. Like, is it because I'm stressed out all the time that I'm not sleeping well? Is it because um, something happened at work and like I'm up all night thinking about it? Like I think if we shift the conversation from trying to find solutions immediately to thinking about the causes of what is happening in our bodies, we tend to ask ourselves a lot more questions. Mm. I think everything you described there also funnels under just intense self-compassion, right? To really like take a step back to be like, okay, what is actually going on in my life from all different angles? And one thing that's helped me in terms of wellness and my journey in self-compassion and, and just kind of having a deeper sense of grounding is that, is acknowledging that A, I'm a super emotional and open being as a human, and I think we all are, and what are the little moments throughout my day, the like the the articles that I read, the headlines that I pick up, the pandemic that we're going through, the worries that I have about my loved ones, my own expectations for like my body and and my movement, like all these things. And when I zone out to the self-compassion of like all these different angles that can stress me out, like, and my body is absorbing that, it makes me shift my lens and really take more into consideration to just listen to to me listen yeah. to my body and I think if we all do that if we're all wondering like why am I so stressed like what what is it like really zone out like we're going through crazy times and our body is a shield it's just taking it all in <laughs> I mean again I'm like I'm trying to give myself self-compassion be like what are we saying and be like I'm gonna be patient with you treat you like a five-year-old child and this kid throwing a tantrum and screaming and throwing shit at walls yeah. and I'm like but you know what Whoa. listen this is something I think all of us should do like throw tantrums like throwing yeah. a tantrum is so healthy for us it's so funny I was talking about this earlier too it, like as when babies are babies they instinctually listen to their bodies if they're hungry they start crying if they're angry they start crying they're like there's always a reaction to something that makes them unhappy. And as we start growing up, we start, you know, hearing all these things and like listening to what other people are telling us. And basically, rather than being reactive to when something happens to our body, we try to follow this like checklist and this schedule that's given to us. Yeah. 100%. And then what we end up doing is we judge ourselves for just having exactly. a very basic reaction. So yes, if your body needs to throw a tantrum, like throw mm -hmm. a tantrum. One of the best things I got out of therapy was uh, screaming into a pillow. Like I, I paid oh, yeah. to like have this like session with this expensive woman. You paid for that. I paid for I this. I did that for free. <laughs> she paid and, and she, I was like, what do I do? She's like, I want you to go and take a pillow. I was like, where the hell is this going? She's like, and she was over Zoom. She's like, you can tilt the camera away if you don't want me to see this. I want you to put your head into the pillow and scream. And I was like... <laughs> I paid how much for this, but yeah, <laughs> it worked. 
<laughs> but it's true. Like you're, we're basically we sort of learn to discount our instincts because as adults we're supposed to be able to manage all that and then some. And so yeah, I think we've yeah. we've almost deafened ourselves to what our bodies are telling us, and especially when it comes to complicated conditions like PCOS or any anything chronic. Is that you almost you think you're supposed to function and live a normal life despite having that in the background you know it's like not yeah. supposed to factor into anything so you forget how it affects you and we also forget to give ourselves rest like every single one of us but I think it's so funny what you were just saying too Hanley like I think we discount how much our body is telling us to and how much we want to scream or like have an outlet for something um I always think back I have a funny example when I when I first moved back to Singapore, I was getting a lot of negative symptoms from my PCOS and I was very unhappy with them. Um, one of which was like intense hair fall. And I was just shedding all the time and I was like, something is wrong with me. I hate this so much. And so I decided to see a naturopath. And I remember when I went to my first naturopath appointment, she sat me down and she, before she even asked me, she just asked me like, why am I here? I said, my hair's falling out all the time. Like, I hate it so much. Like, you need to fix me. Um, <laughs> and she just paused for a second. And then she started asking me all these other questions. Like, hey, what's your gut feeling like lately? Are you stressed out a lot? Are you sleeping? Um, what's your work-life balance like? Um, what do you eat on a daily basis? Do you drink a lot of alcohol? Like, what are your outlets for stress? I remember when she was asking me these questions, I was just rolling my eyes. Like, why is this woman asking me these things? Like, this has nothing to do with my hair. Just give me the solution. 30 minutes later, after she's done with this, like, intense questioning session, she she said, like, this is a cause of your stress. Like, you're really, really stressed out. You might not even know it on the outside, but everything you just mentioned is leading back to the fact that you are internally stressed. Your cortisol levels are really high all the time. Um, you're just like, this is how your stress is showing up in your body. And I would have never really thought of that. I never would have paused to ask myself those questions either. And Sometimes you're like, oh, my God, am I paying for someone to tell me that I'm stressed out? But it's like maybe you need to take a second and have those moments and, you know, just do those really elementary things of like, am I stressed out? Should I just scream in a pillow? Like, do I need an outlet? Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think also because I think because maybe of the healthcare system that we're all a part of, we I'm trying to think of the other word like we pathologize like we think everything is a condition that can be broken down into different parts like if your toe is broken you fix your toe and that's kind of it but then in yeah. terms of registering the body as this cohesive whole where one part affects the other the way that you know stress affected your hair fall anxiety and stress affects my sleep patterns like all of these different factors that chip into each other and then it's almost like a snowball effect but we're like, oh, you know, my nail beds are weak. I'll take biotin or yeah. I'm fatigued. So I'll take iron for potential anemia. Like it, we don't think about it in terms of how does the anemia affect my mental state, which affects my like anxiety, which affects my work and then how that affects everything else. And it's just we need to kind of remember that we're greater than the sum of our parts and we need mm -hmm. to address yeah. each thing as accordingly. When... Just like one more thought on that. When we were building our advisory board for Moom, we were really intentional about getting advisors from multiple disciplines. So from naturopathy, from Ayurveda, from nutrition, um, you know, we, we have a dermatologist, mental health 
practitioners as well. And it was really important because we felt like when we look at people and women, we have to treat them as whole beings, not just a symptom. Um, it's not just anxiety. It could be other things. It's not just like IBS or like something going on in your gut. It might be related to stress. It might be related to sleep and having those different opinions and looking holistically at people rather than just at specific symptoms we have to think of ourselves as like whole beings rather than just like this one problem we're having. Mm. So wait, I kind of want to bring this chat back to the supplements uh, because, you know, we're discussing now wellness as a whole. We're talking about ways to check in with ourselves, our listening to our body. I guess my question now is, I mean, how do supplements come into our practice of wellness? Yeah. I mean, when when we started looking at supplements and we call them, we do call them supplements, but I like to think of them as more natural remedies. Um, Ideally, these are things that we take for some time, but over time can wean off them as well. Um, They're called supplements for a reason. There's something you add to your diet. But when we think about natural remedies, it's really looking back at things that have been done as part of wellness rituals for so long. Um, So Ayurveda is a big part of what we do because we like to look back at things that our family has taught us and things that, you know, people have been incorporating into their daily rituals for thousands of years. Um, And supplements are a part of that and just herbal remedies in general because I think it's a way to really tune into your body. They're not an overnight fix. Um, I can't give you and I can't promise you that moon will be your overnight and your only fix as well. You have to think of yourself as holistic again and you have to incorporate supplements or whatever else you need in your ritual as part of this whole ecosystem um, in your body. But I think when we talk about supplements and the idea that they don't fix you overnight, you have to tune into your body to notice a difference. You can't be like, okay, I'm taking ashwagandha and all of a sudden I'm not going to be stressed. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. Um, It's noticing how you might feel over time. And it's noticing when you check into yourself and you say, like, have I been really stressed lately? Are there triggers that usually make me stressed out? Yeah. Have I been, like, as reactive as I usually am? Oh, maybe not. Okay, well, that's a sign that maybe this herb is working for you. Um, But it's not like, oh, did something happen that was really stressful yesterday and I don't feel stressed at all? Like, no, it's not going to take away all your problems. Um, it's just a step into tuning into yourself. And and we say that a lot at Moom, like each day you have this opportunity to tune into yourself. If Moom can be a part of that and be a part of that daily ritual, that's amazing. Wow. That whole explanation for supplements for me has just sort of wiped out my uh, previous idea because really my previous idea of supplements was medicine to just get better. And I never really thought of it as like a no integrate it to your Mm. whole like lifestyle as opposed to I my hair's falling out I'm gonna take biotin so fix me yeah I mean that being said like if you have real dietary gaps like you should be filling them with a supplement if you really need to um I don't think as moon we're not really in the business to fill your dietary gaps there's ways to do that with food but there's also ways to do that with supplementation um but that's just like an, an added thing I think yeah, I mean, I so last year I I cut out red meat because you know I was like doing my bit for planet Earth, and I was also like you know it's it's not a huge feature, so I think it was a good move. 
And then I had a couple months where I was exhausted to the point where I, I could hardly get myself out of bed. I could hardly get myself out of the door. I was like, what is this? Like, I don't understand. And then I, and I got a blood test and I went to see a nutritionist who was like, this is emergency level anemia. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> just one of those things where like what did I just do to myself yeah but it was one of those things where you know iron supplements are so readily available they're accessible and it was just something that I should have kind of factored in like oh if I'm gonna cut this and I need to replace somehow um but then and then also as you mentioned ashwagandha like as someone who suffers high stress a lot whether it's down to my work or just you know my personality and then ashwagandha was a thing where I would find like a three-week streak of okay sleep and I would wake up and things that would normally get my heart racing I was like oh no we we feel good about this mm. simple tweak but just enough to yeah. kind of make you take a moment and be like oh that's different but not yeah. to be like my life has changed mm. you know but then I mean going what I think is amazing about Moom is how you essentially personalize the supplements for every single customer that sort of comes your way. But I want to ask if you think that there are like baseline supplements we should all have in our diets at all times. Yeah, I think it's really hard to say. I think it really depends on the person. I know that's probably not the answer people are looking for. Um, I'm not a herbalist or a naturopath or a nutritionist, so I can't suggest specific ones for you. Um, I can speak for myself. I think magnesium, so many people are deficient in magnesium. It is a super mineral. Um, I really love it, but I also really love adaptogens. And I think everyone should at least try to incorporate those into their daily rituals. It's such an amazing way to, again, bring some sense of calm, bring some sense of like de-stress um, to your body. And again, these are things that have been used for thousands and thousands of years. And Hanley, you mentioned earlier, like there's not that much research around these things. Like there's a lot of research that's now coming up around them. But I also think a part of us can trust like age old traditions and age old remedies because our ancestors have grown on them. Like there, there's definitely merit to that. And I think you know, Ayurveda is all about that. It's a celebration. And same with TCM, it's a celebration of these age-old rituals. Um, so adaptogens, ashwagandha is great. We also use amla, which is a super fruit. It's also an adaptogen in, in India. Um, and some really cool ones for, for women, especially shatavari is known as the women's root. It's a really awesome adaptogen. It helps with hormonal balance. I think that's really great with people for irregular periods, people with PCOS, um, things like that. So before uh, we had Maya on the episode, we met up for a coffee and I remember that you and your sis were sharing with us the amount of research that you did in the supplement industry before you guys kicked off and you were sharing some like really interesting stats and I really would love for you to share them with our audience like how the majority of pills out there are just fillers. I'm like, like that is scary to me. Can you share some things yeah. that were just like eye-opening for you when you guys learned about the supplement world? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think we didn't intend to learn all of these things. <laughs> this happened along the way of building Moom. Um, I've been taking supplements forever, but I, since I was young, I know when I look at the back of a supplement label, I have no idea what half of those words are. Like, how do you decode all of these, like, other ingredients at the bottom of the supplement facts panel? 
in fact, like even within the ingredients of the supplement facts, like what is what are these things saying? So when we set out for Moom, when we were speaking to our nutritionist and our formulator and our naturopath, we were like, can you help us decode this? And what they basically said to us was like, we shouldn't need to have such a hard time reading the back of a supplement panel because it should be the ingredient that we're buying and maybe one or two other things that help with like creating a capsule. But when we started looking into other companies and things that we were so often taking, we found that like 70% of our supplements were fillers. And that could be things like talcum powder that you find on your body um, and a bunch of other things that like could be labeled toxic and we shouldn't be taking those things. So we really were stringent about making sure we could get the best quality possible and we found a manufacturer that we could trust, that we had multiple conversations with about this. But it it took a long time to get there because in theory, it'd be easy to just find a manufacturer and say like, hey, I want a pill of ashwagandha. And you don't need to question that. Um, not, su- supplements are highly unregulated as well. So there's no third party testing required. People can just start selling. We were really adamant on about making sure that we had that third-party certification, which basically means that the manufacturer sends all the materials that they have to a lab that they don't own. It's completely unbiased, and they test for things like heavy metals, antimicrobials, and just make sure that like what I'm putting and I'm selling is actually what you're going to get. It's not just random things. I'm still, I'm sorry, I'm still mind blown that there's talcum powder. No, but that's what's what's insane to me is that, you know, all of us going on websites like iHerb, which is just this encyclopedia of supplement brands. And at the end of the day, we don't really know why we're picking the brands that we're choosing. And so in all of our efforts to take these supplements to improve our lives, we could actually be hurting and damaging ourselves further mm-hmm. because, yeah, and it's not, it's not as simple as like, I guess, you know, food ingredients and where the principle of, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it applies because with a lot of these supplements, we, we cannot pronounce it, and, yeah. but we still want to eat it. Yeah. So. And we almost blindly trust it. Right. Yeah. We're Cause like, you're like, this oh, is this supposed is, to be good. Yeah. You're meant to be good for me. I've, I don't think I've really read the back of a supplement box before because I just assumed that what I'm get what I paid for is what I'm getting. I only started recently because it was actually you that mentioned was it magnesium stearate? Yeah. It was yeah. stearate. So then after you mentioned that that was being used as a filler and it could cause digestive issues, I literally just opened my fridge door, took out all my 50 bottles of god knows what and I was like how many stearates are in my vision. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> say say that for everyone to take note. What is it? So magnesium stearate is a filler that's often used in supplements that often cause digestive issues. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So it it sometimes can be sustainably found and is fine, but more often than not, it can cause a lot of digestive issues. Wow. Didn't even know. Did not know that. Oh, my God. Yeah, because sometimes you're used to taking something on an empty stomach and you're like, oh, my God, I something is churning down there. Like, I don't want to be taking this. And it happens to me with iron a lot, too, because, you know, it depends on the form that you're getting and the way that it's extracted, et cetera, et cetera. There are a lot of different criterias to look through, but um, it, it is crazy. And And what I was going to ask earlier, too, is like, we don't do that with any medicine. Like, we're not taught to really look into the things that are being suggested to us. Um, Transparency isn't like a key part of this industry, of the pharmaceutical industry. And we're hoping we can be as transparent as possible with Moom. Like in most, in most like, I guess, 
direct-to-consumer businesses, we're not really looking at like transparency being a key part of the business and like you're not questioning where things are coming from and we are starting to do that more now and that's great. Um, but I think as a brand and as a company, like we owe our customers that responsibility or that transparency as well. It is so weird though, because I think the underlying assumption is that it's the healthcare industry and therefore these are actors that are going to work in our best interest. So to have to like question that trust, it, I mean, on a cynical level, yeah, of course it makes sense because they have business interests to maintain. They have a profit line and like the, the cheaper they can get away with, of course they're going to take it. But then it's also just how many of us out there are given. Yeah, exactly. Like a syrup or a drug or a supplement. And we're just like, Oh, doctor gave it to me. So I'll take it. Mm, like that's yeah. as far as it goes. And this is not to overcomplicate wellness again, but <laughs> We should start questioning things sometimes. Yeah, I think it's more about like if we question it enough that we maybe hopefully motivate more companies like like more companies to be like Moon where you're doing the research and making sure the quality is actually going into the product so that we can stop thinking about it and we can just trust that it's happening without our conscious watch. Yeah, I think yeah. For, for me at least the um, the whole wellness journey involves a lot of relearning because we're yeah. just so like baseline accepting that someone in a big white coat in a lab knows better. And so that's just what we should listen to. Yeah. And now through trial and error of our own personal experiences, movement, nutrition, we're all finding yeah. things out for ourselves. And we're all having these moments of like, wait, what? You know? So almost so walking away from this conversation, it's like a reminder for me to just come back to the most purest and basic ways of checking in. Like yeah. feed your body as if it were a temple. Don't overcomplicate exactly. it. Like, you know, check the label even down to supplements and medicine and truly just have that self-compassion to zone out and be kind and, and yeah, just look after number one, which is you. Yeah, ask yourself how you're feeling today. Like, it's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just stand in front of a mirror. How are you? You look great. <laughs> yeah. But how are you feeling? <laughs> you know, no, like, I really think dialogue that you have with yourself is so important. No, it's so true. key. You know, like, sit, like, okay, Marissa and I, in general, on the podcast, like, we cocky, okay? <laughs> like, we're, we know that about ourselves. And, and no shame, baby. Like, no shame. Talk to yourself like you are your number one hype man. We talk about this all the time. Like, be your own cheerleader. Yeah, and like, you look at yourself in the mirror and be like, God damn, I'm fine. Like, do that for yourself. And if you feel weird about it, apply an accent. I started speaking to myself in French <laughs> lately. <laughs> It makes you if feel there's different. one thing you take out of the conversation today, yeah, apply an accent. <laughs> apply an accent. It's another supplement. So wait, how do you sound? What do you... I, uh, I put on a French accent. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Et salut. Comment ça va? Super, super fine. You look beautiful. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. I think it's it's coming by like to pull away from you know supplements and the vitamins you take in the morning. It's also about yeah, it's like journal, check in with yourself, look at yourself in the mirror, and give yourself an honest take. How are you feeling? If you don't look at what you're seeing in the mirror, wonder why. Is it because you feel tired or you think you look tired? And then, yeah, and then, you know, boost yourself up with a little French accent. And uh, <laughs> I love that. Bon. Look in the mirror and, like, give yourself an honest take. It'll be like, yeah, 
<laughs> no, genuinely, well, today's do. today's not your day. Yeah. But yeah, you might have another day. No, but genuinely, that is what I do. Where I, if I've had say three days of bad insomnia, I'll stand in front of the mirror. I'll see the dark circles for exactly what they are. I'm not going to be like, "You fine as hell." I'm just like, <laughs> I take a second to be like, "You're having a rough time," and that's okay. We're going to keep going. Those dark circles will disappear once we figure this out. Yeah. But understand that it's happening if i was just looking at myself being like you still find though like you know i'm what? fucking to help myself some days that applies <laughs> i think another part of that and like one thing you just said is like it's don't judge yourself for what you're going through either like it's it's okay you're gonna get through it and there are people here to help with that you should help yourself with that if you can too if you're capable of doing that but don't judge yourself because you're having a bad day Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I love I love this kind of self-awareness that it seems that all three of us are bringing to the table that really falls under the whole like in order to heal the world, you need to heal yourself. Can't pour from an empty cup. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it comes down to supplements too, to our health, <laughs> to our <laughs> what are you laughing at? I was just. So I have this thing every morning where like I'll I'll chug like a half a liter of water the moment I get out of bed. And then I, I was just imagining that fistful of pills I take every morning of my different supplements. And then how I always have like a I stare at the glass and I think, can I swallow this many pills with that little water? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a test. Every no, <laughs> I've choked multiple times and I was just I, I'm sorry. I had a brief visualization. I was like, that was so Maybe embarrassing. Like healing yourself like soft love. <laughs> 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 excuse me let's bring this back hi <laughs> <laughs> no but but really to kind of round it up it's 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 paying attention to our wellness in that sense of that all of this that yeah. we're doing for our bodies for ourselves it it goes outward like when we're great when we feel good about ourselves when we feel good about our bodies that's when we can really do things to help others be in service to others yeah, and that ripple carries on and um and i think that that's like the the purity of, of I guess what we're all doing. Yeah, but it's one of the things where the work never really stops. Like, for I think all of us are generally aware of how we're taking care of ourselves. But I mean, none of us are none of us are doing it perfectly. Like, let's be oh, honest. No, no, but I don't think it needs to be perfect, and I don't think it ever will be. Yeah, I think it's about creating consistent like daily rituals, even if it's like just going on a walk every day and getting yourself moving, drinking eight glasses of water a day that's a big step like a lot of people don't do that <laughs> and making those simple changes in your life like really have a big impact i read this meme it was like drink so much water every day uh so that you'll be too busy peeing instead of minding other people's business and i was like <laughs> yes <laughs> it genuinely i think that's my it's like I'm, I'm pretty good on the hydration front but it makes me uneasy knowing that other people don't drink water i'm like what are you putting in your oh body? my dad doesn't drink water my dad's like there's water and beer i'm like can you not be that german please like <laughs> water is like i my colleague who will probably listen to this eventually um used to have so many issues she'd always wake up in the morning and be like i'm so tired i feel like really headachey every day and me and my other coworker are like do you drink water she's just like eh, not really i'm like this is where your problems are coming from like you just For need to drink stars. more water <laughs> <laughs> no i i drink arguably too much i cal i started counting it once for like a couple of weeks I'm averaging like four to five liters a day and i was like wow 
Okay. Your my skin is good. Clear. Not, no. Oh, yeah. My pee is like just crystal. Oh, my God. <laughs> unless good for you. Unless I have a Barocca, in which case we're fluorescent. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. We're now talking about pee. I feel like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's we're a good sign so, bring to bring this home. Exactly. Um, uh, but, Maya, before we round off, I guess, where can people learn about Moom Health? Like, what's the details? Give it to us. Yes. So www.moom.health <laughs> nice super simple um we start off with a quiz so please take that quiz it can you know give you that five minutes to really tune in and listen to your body and figure out you know what your health goals are what your wellness goals are um and how we can help and then follow us on instagram and we'll be launching in june which is when this will come out too so super excited perfect Woo. all right guys well yep you know the drill like Follow, Follow, subscribe. subscribe. I, every time we say yeah. that now, I honestly feel like a beauty vlogger on YouTube. I'm like, like, subscribe, follow yeah. the channel. I'm follow like, my uh, YouTube channel. But I'm also... Yeah, but, I mean, the fact that I just read out my URL is just like... It feels weird, <laughs> oh doesn't God. it? <laughs> what it did I just change. do? We're a year and a half in. It still feels weird. But we're still like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Maya. This was really enlightening and educational and like i i you know, you highly encourage me. it was really fun yeah like guys check it out moon health woo woo and on that note thank you just so we're clear <laughs> <laughs> okay bye bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs>